Hello, Barnaby here, welcoming you to The Floor, a podcast about comment sections on the internet and the strange and sometimes wonderful things people write in them. Hopefully, we will all be a little bit wiser, or at least a little bit older, by the end. So, people of the internet, the floor is yours. I read an article called The Number One Emerging Property Market in America is Not in Texas or Florida. You may never even have heard of it. Uh, This is on marketwatch.com. Goodness knows how I wound up reading it. But anyway, the emphasis of it, so it lists off 10 emerging property markets based on a number of metrics, um, housing affordability, amenities, quality of life, livability, whatever that means. And part of its emphasis is on how unaffordable the cities in the Sun Belt are. And the Sun Belt is a kind of loose and large grouping of areas from the southeastern states, particularly Florida, as mentioned in the headline, uh, Texas, and also California, um, but also places like Arizona. So, so there's that emphasis on the Sun Belt um, and also the four seasons of the Pacific Northwest in particular, so places where it's not just hot or really hot or a bit hot all year. And these places have quite a wide range of activities on offer as a result. Beaches, mountains, forest areas, etc. But also it touches on how the pandemic is driving a revolution in remote working. So fewer people have to go to the office for work these days. They can do it from home, which means they can do it from anywhere. Which means they can do it from, for example, the number one emerging property market in the USA, which is Coeur d'Alene, Idaho. Coeur d'Alene, <laughs> according to local pronunciation, um, I would pronounce it Coeur d'Alene. Um, I think my French pronunciation is slightly better than my American pronunciation there. But yeah, it's French word meaning uh, the heart of... Oh God, what does it mean? I better just look that up. Hold on a second. Coeur d'Alene means... Sorry. Uh, heart of an all. Um, what's an awl? I should know. It's a digging thing, isn't it? A small pointed tool used for piercing holes, especially in leather. So the city Coeur d'Alene is named for the heart of a small pointed tool used for piercing holes, especially in leather. Um, make of that what you will. It is not a small pointed tool for, um, <laughs> for piercing leather or a heart. It is a city of about 44,000 people in Idaho, as mentioned. And I certainly hadn't heard of it. Although I had heard most of, most of the other cities on the list. Austin, Texas, Spokane, Washington, Reno, Nevada, for example. You know, I shot a man in Reno just to watch him die. Anyway, um, some comments. Mark Morin says, Until the water runs out, or a drought-fueled wildfire burns everything down. I will stay around the Great Lakes, where the weather is mild, the water is abundant, and the people are friendly. Tuft Captain replies, The weather is mild. Every winter I watch people stuck in O'Hare by huge snowdrifts sleeping in the airport. Big Block replies to Mark Moran, You're funny. Yes. Um, 
a little further down the page. D. Brez, just stay where at. Why scurry around the country looking for your paradise? Grass slash greener? Chuffed Captain, again, replies. A lot of people live where they do because of their jobs, not because they love the area. I'm going to coin the phrase chuffed-splaining for Chuffed Captain's frequent um, little snippets of knowledge that he's dropping in this comment section. Chuffed-splaining being a portmanteau of chuffed from Chuffed Captain, his name, and mansplaining, which is to uh, unnecessarily give detailed information about something that the listener probably already knows, um, and bore them while doing so. Oh, and a portmanteau, in case you were wondering, is a combination of two words into one. So, just in case you weren't aware. Further down, Larry Ricketts. What does Springfield, Ohio have? Springfield, Ohio was one of the ten cities on the list. One of the very few untainted water supplies in the United States. No PFAs in the natural glacier-made underground aquifer like most of the rest of the country. Think that's not important? Try to buy a house there in the coming years, when safe drinking water gets scarce. Lawrence Hill says to Larry Ricketts, Don't the Simpsons live there? That's Springfield, Illinois, mate. Um, Joe Mameluk says to Larry Ricketts, I've been to Ohio. No thanks. <laughs> Poor Ohio. <laughs> Can't be that bad. I probably shouldn't weigh in on the relative merits of American states, having absolutely no idea. Charles Peterson, whose name is in all caps. I find this list quite interesting. Lots of cold weather locations. Not for me. <laughs> Cheers, man. <laughs> Donny K. Smith. You got to be kidding. Some of this areas will make you broke over time. Nick S. All of sudden, everyone wants a house. So true, man. Uh, that's a, a genuine concern at the moment, though, right? The unaffordability of property, generally. It certainly is here in New Zealand. Anyway, I became quite interested in Coeur Lane after reading this article. So what is this place? Where is it? Well, it's, as I said, a 44,000 population town in the um, state of Idaho in the northwest. A very beautiful natural area. And um, one of the great things about looking things up on Google Maps, which I do rather a lot, quite often uh, localities and shops and things like that are reviewed by people. So I found the McEwen Park and Dog Park in Coeur d'Alene. Um, and there have been a number of five-star reviews recently of this quite large park. From Daphne Denham. Great place for kids to play and grown-ups to talk. You can bring your dog to the dog park and go for a walk. There's a place I like to go to and picnic. But I am not telling. <laughs> um, Christopher Coleman. Five stars. I'm the owner. What? No, you're not. It's a public park. It's owned by the municipality of Coeur d'Alene or the Idaho State Government or whatever. I, yeah. Why? Why have you typed this? Finally, the Wolf Club. Five stars. Too really fun park to play in. They just fixed the new spinny thingy, aka the wheel. It's a really fun place to play, the dog park. They don't allow water right now till the water park opens up. 
but it's a nice place. Don't forget to bring treats. Thanks for reading my response. Um, there are no full stops or any other punctuation apart from the initial capital T in the first word. Um, quite a sweet comment, I think. It does make me wonder, is the wolf club actually a wolf or a pack of wolves? They do mention, don't forget to bring treats. Or maybe, more likely, it's a like a dog walking agency or something. I really like the way they say, thanks for reading my response. <laughs> You're welcome, the wolf club. Um, so all of this about the McEwen Park and Dog Park in Coeur d'Alene got me wondering about what people say about parks near me here in Wellington, or Lower Hutt more specifically. Um, the Petone Foreshore Playground is one that I go to with my wife and children quite often. To be honest, the kids don't like it very much. Um, it's not a great playground, but it's right by the beach and they're not enjoying the swings we can always just walk out onto the sand and they can fill their socks or whatever and yeah there are plenty of reviews graham Lowe, four stars i'm just too old to play and swing oh, poor guy i assume that's not the graham Lowe who is a um, former rugby league coach and an administrator sir graham Lowe now i believe but anyway another graham graham wooler four stars and safe dog walk location with lots of poo bag dispensers. Um, mm, shouldn't really be letting your dogs poo on the playground. This is the playground that we're talking about. It's not the beach. Um, easy mistake to make, I suppose, though, on Google Maps. Carl Ricky, three stars. It's okay. Joey Ibarra, four stars. Good. <laughs> yeah, um... Carl Ricky and Joey Ibarra, I feel like your words written down there are redundant redundancies, to be honest. Three stars, I think most would assume that means it's okay. And four stars, I think most would assume that means good. But um, thanks for making it absolutely crystal clear. And then there are a number of quite confusing comments for me. Keith Shackleton, great food, the best pies for miles. Jason Chua, I'd you're feeling hungry, I, I'm assuming means if, um, bit of autocorrect frustration there, if you're feeling hungry after all that activity, there is a small shop that sells pies and other bits and pieces. Campbell O'Fee has a tuck shop next door that is open on weekends for a decent coffee and a pie. Martin Tancock, nice wee spot next to Wellington's best pie providers. Martin Carroll's. Pie and chips shop nearby sells amazing tasty food for cheap. I have literally never seen this pie and chip shop. I've been to that playground many times and I've driven past it like hundreds of times, literal hundreds of times. I have never seen this pie and chip shop. I have looked for it and it simply isn't there. So I was very confused by all this, let alone um, reviewing you know, the pies and chips on a playground listing. So, yeah, I'll have to look out for that. Maybe it's been replaced by that new Argentinian place, which has opened up in a little kiosk next door. That's probably it. I probably just missed the boat on the best pies in Wellington. Because Mariana's Kitchen, while very, very delicious and selling empanadas, which are like pies, is not cheap. <laughs> um, anyway.
I thought we'd finish by switching back to Coeur d'Alene and checking out some of the eateries on offer there. And I landed on Lake City Bakers, which was listed on Restaurant Guru, which has a comment section. God bless. Jennifer Brennan, I avoid bakeries at all cost. This little gem knows how to catch us. Was at local vendors fair and left with a reinforced bag of cookies to go. Fantastic job, ladies. Wedding cookies, amazing. And then five exclamation marks and one, two, three, seven question marks and a love heart. That one starts out really sinister. I avoid bakeries at all costs. This little gem knows how to catch us like you're a spy trying to escape these delicious baked goods or something. But it ends up very, very positive indeed. So good for you, Jennifer Brennan, and good for Lake City Bakers, I guess, because um, you know how to catch her. <laughs> Gina Gies. OMG, 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 G, 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 G. I tried their pecan cookies tonight and I am changed forever, four exclamation marks. Ultra delicious, and as soon as you bite into the cookie, it falls apart in your mouth, three exclamation marks. Please tell me where I can buy more. I would guess at Lake City Bakers in Coeur d'Alene, but better go check it out for yourself. And finally, Sherry Patience Bond. Although I had to cancel our wedding cake, you guys were so kind. Prompt refund too. I expect to be ordering next year for our one year anniversary. You are loved. Oh, nice one, Sherry. And nice one, Lake City Bakers. Um, it's good, like, I infer from that comment that the wedding did go ahead, because they are going to have a one-year anniversary. Um, so possibly Sherry found a superior cake manufacturer, or maybe a cheaper one in Coeur d'Alene. Still, Lake City Bakers is loved. But I'm sure you'll catch Cheryl in the end. I personally have some baked goods to catch at New World Railway Metro Supermarket. Especially those chocolate twists. Just can't resist them. The chocolate dip at each end. You know what I'm talking about? So that's all for this week. Thank you for listening. You are loved. I'll be back with more next week. Cheerio.